Hello and welcome back to Turf Talk. Now, as you can hear, I am once again hosting Lewis. Sadly, can't be here, but he is on the line. So, hello, Lewis. Hello, Joe. How are you? Fine, thanks. Great, great weekend of racing. Uh, we've got plenty to talk about. The Labrooks Winter Carnival was this weekend. There was some nice racing in Fairy House on Sunday. And this weekend, there's some Grand National Trials at Aintree, um, the Tingle Creeks, Tingle Creeks, Tingle Creek, and there's also the Peterborough and the John Durkin on Sunday. So, a really exciting weekend of racing. Yeah, it's going to be class, isn't it? So, without further ado, we might as well just get on with it. And Honeysuckle is lengthening away from the field. In second place is Bacardi's Apples Jade back in third at the final flight. Honeysuckle over, flicks her way through it inside the final 150 yards. This is a special mare, and it's a Hatton's full of grace as Honeysuckle and Rachel Blackmore are impressive winners of the Barwonracing.com Hatton's Grace. So we'll start with the Novices Chase, Grade 2, that was won by Champ. Uh, he defied defied the odds, um, just got up by one and three quarter lengths after an absolute, I can't really describe it, a, a weird ride by Barry Gerrity, or Gerrity. Gerrity. Oh, not Gerrity. this. Right. Um because that's just not how I say it Um, he wants three miles is that a certainty now Lewis spot on mate absolutely spot on it split opinion this didn't it it really did Twitter were either or he's become a bit of a marmite horse after this performance but (laughs) I'm really impressed Yeah, I'm really impressed just because things didn't go his way over a trip that would have suited the runner up more I think. Yeah. And he still managed to get up and win. I don't think we'll see, you know, the best of champ till he's over three miles. I've been saying that for a while. I thought his best performance as a novice hurdler last season was over three miles. Yeah. And I'm hoping his best performance as a novice chaser comes over three miles in the RSA as well. But mm-hmm. so far, look, I, 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 I liked it. I liked it. I, I liked the fact that things went against him. And he was still able to win. Yeah, I agree. He went against the adversity. Um, I just don't think he was looking, was he, Barry, really? Um, he just had head down and was driving. He was niggled along on the home straight, similar to what he was last time, would you say? That's how he runs, though, isn't he? He's not a bridle horse. No. He's a, he, he's he, a niggle. He has to, he has to, walk, he has to warm, up, warm up through the gears, but... That's that's part of the things I like about him is that he just he always seems like he will be strongest at, at the finish because he picks up and picks up and picks up. Yeah. Especially over two and a half. But I thought he did that in the Sefton as well last season. Uh, you know he's he's not the strongest of travellers. He's not the best of jumpers yet either, which is is something that he will have to work on if he is to win the RSA. But. If, if there's one man you trust, you trust to iron those flaws out, it'd be Nicky Henderson. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with everything that you've just said. What about the runs of Blackop in behind? Were you impressed with how he jumped and how he pl- plugged on in the end? He led nigh on all the way. Yeah, good performance from Blackop here. I, say, I think he's been done by a, by a pretty exceptional race, I'll say, if I'm honest. Uh, again, trip for Blackop. What, what would you reckon? Do, do you see this as being his trip or do you see him as more of a three-miler? Um, <laughs> personally, 
I'd go too far because you saw in, in his novice hurdle days, uh, he beat Lost in Translation over uh, two mile four in the Mersey novice. Um, he then stepped up to three miles and he wasn't... He got him around this weekend and you've still got to mention him. <laughs> we, we have to get him in every week. Um, but they targeted him at the Stairs Hurdle last season and I didn't think he stayed in the Stairs Hurdle. I watched that race again the other day and he travelled fairly all right. He just didn't get the distance. Maybe the ground had cut up that much um, during the week. But I think two mile four is perfect for him, if I'm being honest. Uh, I thought this was a really good performance and he's another one that I'm going to end up chucking in the JLT. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you just 50 runner JLT at this stage. My, no, no. my each-way fancy Dashel lasted long, didn't he? Um, <laughs> um, blundered at the first and unseated rider, so sorry, sorry for the people who followed in with me on that one. That, that was horrendous. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll just sit here and laugh at you and not and not make out like I agree that it sounded like a very sensible plan <laughs> last week. I, I was impressed by the run of Deir and Akarsiak as well. I, I thought he travelled into the race very nicely and he lost nothing in defeat, really. Yeah, he did. He, in fact, he, he looked the likeliest winner probably turning uh, turn for hope. Uh, well, he was travelling the smooth with yeah. you know that that's not You know, that's like saying if Paisley parks off the bridle, you know, early doors, like he doesn't want the likeliest winner. We know that that's yeah. not the run style, but and that, well, that, that form of his first novice it. chase could come out to be fairly strong because Eric LaRouge was a long way behind, and Pim uh, was second that day. Who then ended up winning at Ascot on the same day as Altiar ran. So I, I think he's a de- he could be a nice one for a. I think there could be a handicap chasing him that would be interesting. The Claus brothers for him personally. Would he? He might be waited out of that one, I might. Yeah, one, he's he off might one, have to go down again. He were off one four three, wasn't he? Yeah, they might. I don't know whether they on the ways they've not put him up yet. No, they won't. They won't. They won't have done. But yeah, it, it, it might be borderline for him if if he if he sneaks in. I mean, if he gets into that, he'll be at the very top end. But no, nice horse. Yeah, uh, the next race we'll talk about is the Labrooks Long Distance Hurdle that was won by Paisley Park. A really, really solid race, this, I thought, in the end. Uh, Thistlecrack, great to see him back to himself. He was in behind his second, the World's End third. And sorry to connections of Bay Goggles, what a horse he's been for owners, trainers and everyone. And sad to see him go from the game. But Paisley ba- Park back once again with a big bang. Uh, not quite a big bang. I was impressed. A small pot, but he was always doing enough, wasn't he? He was always going to win that. Uh, Never looked in doubt. This look like gave him him a race. Would you expect the distance to be much further if they met again in March? I'd say yes. Would you? I thought this was a really, really, really good race. I thought the World's End went a really good clip. I think he's a horse... Just looking at the World's End's action, I think he wants absolute bottomless ground. I think he wants it heavy as anything. Um, I thought he set off at a decent enough gallop. Thistlecrack travelled into the race well. Probably wasn't as hard. Scudamore probably wasn't as hard on him as Coleman was on Paisley Park. But it, the motor got going, didn't he, on Paisley, and he, he soon kicked into gear. I was really impressed. I thought this was a really good race. Um, I'd have question marks where... Paisley to go next, would he be as good? Because I think this was a difficult race off-seasonal debut and I'm just wary of that bounce factor at this moment in time. 
No, not for me. Not mate. for you? No, it's, it's, look, he was, this for a season only appearance was very good. He was giving weight to physical crack. He, like we said, mate, that's just not his style. He's not a bridal horse. He has, he has yeah, to be. Yeah, he has to be niggle. And, and like you say, you have to get the motor going with him. Yeah. Uh, There's the, the debate about what sort of level physical crack is nowadays as well, isn't there? Yeah. Because. There is debate. And I'd, I'd, I'd be more on the positive side of him. I don't think he's regressed, really. He was still taking in a talk, King George 12 months ago. Yeah, he was. You know, and he was... Uh, uh, and this is a run to a similar enough level. Uh, but... What pays apart just wins the stairs, doesn't it? Yeah. End of. <laughs> this division... This division... I mean, Crystal Crack is meaningful opposition, isn't it? He is. A two degree, the world's end is. But, you know, you, you let the world's end have 50 cracks at Paisley Park, and he might win once out of the 50, if that. In a slowly run race, yeah. He could dictate. So it's. It, 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 you know, this was as big a test as Paisley Park's had yeah. away from Cheltenham. Uh, and he's passed it with flying colours, would you say? And he's done it. And he's done it. You know, he's done. He's done it. well. It's, it's just a. It's it's a good. It's not a excellent return. It was a good return. Yeah, but I, 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 at this stage, it has taken good. Yeah, understandable. Uh, we'll move on to some of the early races on the card. There was the maiden hurdle at twelve fifteen, won by Son of Camas. King Roland was in behind. Trim Comerly as well. I think that'll turn out to be a really nice race, Lewis. What did you think of the winner, Son of Camas? Uh, yeah, you're a big fan of him, isn't he? You, you want you wanted to uh, speak about him. Uh, could be a nice type, but this race throws up good winners. He's traditionally one of the strongest maidens of the year. They ran him in the Land Rover bumper. And he was set yeah. two to one for that. Uh, he was far that, too green, wasn't he? Over that punches town, yeah. Finished finished last of all the runners, but I saw him at, uh, here at Newbury last month. I think the first he, six first six will be very very good. I think. They tend to do the bright forecast won it last season, didn't mm. they? And they were a couple. They were Dash or Drash not in behind in this race last year. Or yeah. that the other novice. That the other novice. Um, but yeah, I think it was this race because Severano, yeah. who's won later on the card, finished behind last season in this race. I think. Yeah, you know, so it traditionally throws up. It looks a stronger new all this year. King Rowland's had a big reputation. As for Glory, was a good bump horse last season, and. Yeah, look, I'm not going to say. I think Son of Camas is a, you know, the supreme winner or whatever. Do you think he's the leading but, light from England for the supreme? Not at this stage. No, not at this stage. King Roland, do you think a step up in trip next time out for him will be more up his street? I honestly have very, very little opinion on that. Look, he's he, he's ran, ran in second on Hurdle's debut. Yeah. To a... A clearly very good horse. King Roland is clearly a very good horse, and nine out of ten maiden hurdles he wins. Yeah, uh, Trin Connolly travelled very well into the race, plugged on for third. And as for Glory, looks like a chaser already, doesn't he? Big gangly type, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he does. He, he looked, he looked kind of like that sort of in bumpers as well last yeah. season. I thought, uh, yeah, he's got to be a future staying chaser, work in progress at the minute. And Coop de Bowl ran well at 40-1, to 1, I thought, in six. He plugged on well. Uh, he's only a four-year-old, so I think there could be some nice pots to pick up with him around 
this season. I, I was impressed. He was an eye catcher for me in this race, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, I, 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 I didn't think we were going to spend time talking about sixth in the maiden hurdle, so I can't say I've, I've, I've given Kubler-Roll too much thought, but I'm, I'm willing to go with you on that. <laughs> we'll move on now to the 12.45 at Newbury, which was the Labrooks chase, won by Fanny and Destreval by six lengths. Very, very impressive French import for Venetia Williams, only at the age of four. What did you think of this performance, Lewis? This horse is very good. Very good. Agreed. This horse is very, very good. Only small, uh, but a heart of absolute lion. Uh, jumped inch perfect, very quick over the, over the fences, wasn't he? Look, yeah, look, this was a a race. Oh man, it was only a handicap of his one it off on three seven. This was a performance of a horse who is one fifty plus minimum yeah. at the age of four. We've seen with Fakir Udri, who we'll talk about later, the benefit of these. Uh, young chasers being able to go over fences earlier in France, they already have the experience. Uh, but in in what looks to be a year that could be a potentially another potentially windy enough arcle, yeah, it looks like the longer distance novice chasers might be a bit of a stronger crop. Yeah, uh, this fellow would be in mind. Yeah, he certainly would be. Um, in my opinion, I, I, I was very, very taken by this performance. Um, he's been put up £12, Lewis, so he's now up to a rating of 149. So there, there still could be a handicap in him off that weight. Would you agree? Oh, I'd go. I'd, 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 I'd go and pitch him in against the the two. You know, the actual. And we're not going to say the actual two of my novices, but you know what I mean. In the graded novice choice, whether they want to go wayward, lad. That one at Doncaster uh, in January. Yeah. So, something like that. But 16 I'm, I'm to only... 1 for the arc will interest you. Uh, yeah. I, in the 20s immediately post-race mm-hmm. when I had a look. Uh, and th- my initial thought of looking at who was above him in the betting was a lot of them I'd have said were more likely for different races. Yeah, understandable. Just a very good racehorse, and we think he'll progress into a few more races this year. He's, he's look, it was it, it was stylish, and this is a hard race to assess in regards to Grade One. Yeah, uh, you know, a, a potential Grade One horse. It is only a handicap. He's not beaten anything that you know that that will be running in Arkles or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But he's, he's done it in the manner of a horse which is comfortable. Uh, who'd be comfortable at that level look this is first time up as well yeah you know this, this is it's it's about whether he can maintain that and I'm not I'm not saying he can't remember who won this race last year and looked an absolute world beater at the time who was it not Nanus oh yeah he was absolute fruitcake <laughs> which was which was I say a sim- in a different way but a similarly impressive performance. Now, I think Fanny on Destreval is probably going to be a better horse than not Nonus was. Yeah. But I, 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 re- I really, really like him. Same. I wouldn't be rushing in to back him for the Arkle at this stage. But is he a horse I have in mind as a potential Arkle winner? Yeah, he is. Mm. Yeah, he is, but he's not 
look, there's, there's a couple I could apply that tag to at the minute. It's not a race by opinion. is as strong as it is for the JLT yeah. of the Alice. Yeah. I echo everything that you just said. Uh, we'll just briefly touch on the novice hurdle. Uh, that was won by Severano. Good performance, yeah. Do you agree? Yeah, I mean, briefly touch on, yes, but look, we know about Severano, don't we? He, he, he didn't win last season. He had he had four goals the first time up at Chepstow. Uh, last year, he's backed it up again. He, uh, it's good. Again, lots of promising types in it, but... On the day, he I, was best. But yeah. I, I just I kind of hang fire with him as a. I, I don't see him as a Cheltenham Festival horse yeah. at this stage. Oliver Sherwood said they're going for a Grade One next or in the future. So, just just an interesting fact. I, I think the horses in behind there's there's a few young horses. Uh, it sure is. Uh, Brewers Project. They were my two main eye catches. Colin Tizadvastovnik uh, tailed out of it towards the end, but. I, th- I think I think the horses in behind will progress further than Severano. I'm, I might be being harsh to Severano there, but just my personal opinion. Well, we'll move on to the next race, which saw Kalashnikov get nabbed late on by Old Grangewood, um, but with a power pack ride towards the end of the race by Harry Skelton. Uh, Glenn Falls are back in third. Kalashnikov, slow, Lewis, was he was he back? No, this, this was a, this was his best run over fences in my opinion. Yes, was it? Including when he won the Grade One last season. Christ, that's a statement. Nabbed by, quali- by a quality ride from Skelton. This was a very very good race. Yeah. A very very good handicap, and this is probably the level Klashnikov is. Yeah. You know, capable of capable in these like like you know they ran him in the old run. Mhm. In in races like that where he's. You know, but he's probably well, this was a one five five. He's probably somewhere between that and one sixty. As as a chaser, uh, this is his trip at this at, at this stage, two and a half miles. He will be a three miler in time, in my opinion. Well, uh, you, you couldn't knock it. He did everything right, everything right, and he's just been nabbed by a horse. He was giving, you know. A whole chunk of weight, a, a capable horse as well. Not a horse who was out of his depth, who was out of form, yeah. rather than you know not meriting his place at this table. And even then, he wasn't ridiculously out of form. He he not won, you know, in almost two years. But there were good efforts in defeat in behind there. It slowly dropped down the weights. Yeah, consistent um, between one forty, one forty, and one fifty. Really, um, he dropped to a nice handicap mark of one three five, and he and he's just pounced on it. Yeah, exactly. And look, Kalashnikov would merit his place in a grade one. Yeah. He would merit his place in one. I don't think he would be good enough to win an open one unless it was a very, very weak one. You know, like the fighting fifth. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, I, I was really, really pleased with him. He was the horse I wanted to, uh, you know, to talk about in this race, really, because he is the one of the most high-profile horses in the country. He's got a lot of fans, uh, you know, of a likeable team around him. And he's a horse, me and you have both said quite nasty things about him yeah, in the past. Yeah, we have. Uh, but, so I, I just wanted to put on record, really, really good effort from Kalashnikov. He, he's, he's not a Look, I don't think he's grade one quality. That's, that's always been my criticism of him. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean 
he's not a likeable type, and it doesn't mean that he won't win races at this sort of level. Yeah, Kalashnikov's been put up six pounds for that performance, and Old Grange Wood's been put up seven. Do you think six is too harsh on Kalashnikov, or if he'd have won, would that have been made to sound all right? No, it's fine. It's absolutely fine. He's been done a nose. He's been done a nose up to one six one. Look, I don't think it'll be. It'll be graded races anyway, won't it? Pretty surely not. Yeah, mainly. That, that's the main target. Speaking to, uh, listening to Jack Quinlan after the races. Um, so yeah, uh, just a brief touch on Champers on ice. He also won late on. Great to see him back to form. Just thought we'd give Lewis's uh, David Pipes Barmy Army a quick brief mention. Um, we'll move on to Saturday now. Uh, which saw a very successful weekend for Emma Lavelle and Andrew Gemmel and saw them bring home the bacon with the Rasha counter. <laughs> oh, I can just imagine the daft little smirk on your face. <laughs> oh, I couldn't resist. Um, very, very good performance by Emma Lavelle's uh, seven-year-old. Ben Jones give it an excellent ride. Love the... Um, this celebration at the end we need more of that we need a bit more fist pumping and passion after that ra- after a race of that significant significance uh great performance from him yeah yeah look it, it was a, it was a competitive looking hennessy on paper uh really good young rider ben jones obviously lots lots, lots to be positive about him this looks like a horse who was Look, kind of, he was kind of halfway there last season. I know he, won, I know he won twice, and you could, you could, you could pick out big positives from the horses he beat that day. Mm-hmm. But this looks like the boy's become a man. I agree. You know what I mean? He, he was, he was one we, me, and you were both really liked as a young animal. Uh, always looked like he'd be at his best over a fence. Start of last season. He looked like he was unaware of what a fence was. Yeah, <laughs> I think you came out with the statement. He jumped like a snooker table. Oh, he did. He did. It was. It was. It was all Beakstown jumps now. <laughs> Plus, the Rasha counter looks like a big physical staying type. Yeah. You know, I say I, I fell into my trap of just thinking he will be a you know automatically be a twenty pound better chaser. Uh, didn't quite happen for him initially. It seemed seemed a little bit cumbersome, like getting getting all of his frame from one side to another. Yeah. Uh, wasn't something it, that came so naturally to him because of because of his size, uh, but he tanks, doesn't he? He does. He proper he properly tanks for his races. And he was uh, up there from the beginning, wasn't he? I thought they went a fairly decent enough clip. Uh, they went fast, but they didn't go overly fast. And he carried on galloping straight through the line. And I thought I was really really impressed. I thought it was a great performance. Yeah, I, I, I mean I've, I've got to you've got to have a crack at. At maybe something like the Cotswold next, aren't they? Yeah, they have to. Um, he's up to a rating of 160 now. He's been put up £11 for that victory. Um, so he's going to have to move away from handicaps now, aren't you? Yeah, exactly. And look, if he, if he gets if he gets his half-handed to him, he, he drops back down in, in time to go off to near enough top point in the Ultima. Yeah. Which, you know, we, we've seen Beware, you know, Beware the Bear, you know, was... was 150s when he won that last season. Yeah. So it doesn't it doesn't uh, preclude a good run from in in that. Uh, there as well in the Labrooks Trophy. Yeah, he has. He, he, he was fourth. Elegant escaped second. Uh, Elegant escaped third. 
third, sorry, yeah, both of them placed for the next two years in a row. But just just back with the Rashid Carter, Jimmy, is, is, is he just a bit unlucky for connections that the Gold Cup this year looks so strong? Yeah, it is, because in other years you could easily throw him into the picture after that performance. He's beat the field. He was carrying a lowish weight and off a rating of 149. He's run against some classy enough uh, horses in this. Elegant escape. We know where we stand with him, don't we? Uh, champion Bolt. Uh, he is the champion Bolt this f- for a long time. Uh, the Welsh National next. Him versus now McGinty. Could be some race at the Welsh National. Um Oh, Jim, bear in mind, I know it's not an official thing, the, champ, uh, the champion boat ship. Yeah, uh, <laughs> the champion boat ship. <laughs> that's what it's called. That's what it's called, the champion boat ship. Hannibal Fly ran over two and a half miles last season, so he's, he's disqualified from the champion boat ship. Yeah, can I, can I chuck Chef Desorbo into that as well, after his performance at the weekend for Willie Mullins? <laughs> no, you can't, no. Because he was running over two and a half miles and he wants about four miles. So I thought that was an absolute... He, he ran in the... Uh, in Moss. Yeah, I think it was, which was an absolutely ridiculous decision. But hey-ho, he's going to win the National one day. Um, yeah, Elegant Escape is the champion, but we'll give him that title. Yeah, and Tom Conditional got a really, really good ride from Brendan Powell. Yeah, he did. He's a much improved horse... Uh, since joining David Bridgewater, he wasn't—he wasn't bad for uh, Martin Hassett in Ireland. He no, was, he wasn't. He was placed in the Leinster National, and he was uh, fifth behind Duke de Geneva, beating a long way. But that was a fairly decent performance. Uh, mm, I'll take your—I'll take your, your words. Right, <laughs> he's, he's not finished ahead of anything, of anything cracky. You know, the, the horses who finished ahead of him were all, are all very good at that. Beating Carter McKay. Uh, doesn't doesn't mean too much, but no. Look, since, since David Bridgewater's got him, he's, he's improved him a stone and a half. Yeah, uh, he will still be on a on the sort of mark that he can pop up in. A I haven't got an that. updated mark for him at this moment in time. So no, and he's still a novice. Yeah. Also, that's very interesting. Uh, our fancies, Baris and on the blind side, both ran absolute crackers, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well done to everyone who who listened to us. <laughs> Although at least we didn't tip West approach. Well, it it was at a least you you refused to talk about him, and then he went off favourite. Well, I sort of predicted that he'd unseat the rider at the seventh, so that it'd be sort of pointless to talk about him. Shut up. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, there was a serious gamble on him. I was panicking slightly later on, thinking do I just back him anyway? But no, we stayed away. Um, no. I and I did, I did put it, would you agree, Jim? Is, was that the worst approach you think that worst approach you've yeah. ever done? <laughs> yeah, it is. I mean, backed back into favouritism for the biggest race of his career <laughs> and then not getting a further than a third of the way around. <laughs> yeah, Good it, laugh. It, it was completely. Uh, but he, he entertains us, doesn't he? He does. He always puts a smile on my face. He always cheers me up, so. What a horse he is. Um, we'll move on to the intermediate hurdle listed race, which saw Epitant win very, very impressively, bringing home a 1-2-3 for Nicky Henderson. Um, Aidan Coleman was aboard on Saturday. What a performance this was. This was breathtaking from her, wasn't it? Yeah, she's good, mate. She's good. Uh, again, there's been champion hurdle talk out there in the last few days. Mm. You, could, you can see a few of these mares going to the... Champion hurdle route, can't you? I don't think I don't think she's good enough at this stage. I don't. I, I don't. 
what would you do? Would you keep it in men's laces for now and try go lady buttons and that? Um, I don't know what you do with it. Probably Nicky Henderson would be best off going Mare's route because he's got so many decent hurdlers over two mile. Well, we say decent. Fuso Raffles, Pentland Hills. Bouverdere's possibly out for the season. Who knows, really? Um, so I'd keep her to that because you've got them two already. So you want to sort of keep them apart, don't you? Um, I I really like this performance. I'd quite like it. To go for the champion hurdle route, if I'm being brutally honest, she was that destructive. Why did you think she had a chance? I think she'd be interesting. I know she was beat last season at Cheltenham in the um, mayor's. Yeah, that race. The race that no one really cares about. Um, but she could be a different horse this season. It'd be interesting to see where she runs next time and where Henderson rates her in comparison to all the other two-mile hurdlers. Um, well, 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 would you even say this for the horse's season? Because she was, look, she went off a pretty short price saver for that did. race. Actually. She, she did. She looked very, very good prior to that. You know, I, 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 wouldn't, I wouldn't have put it out that that was just her being exposed. Well, obviously not, because she's come out and hacked up in this which I want to call the Jerry Fielden, it's proper name. Uh, and, you know, I, I won it, and, she, and she's won it, well, whatever happened at Cheltenham last year just wasn't her. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't come up with a reason for why, but... Yeah, neither can I. I I've watched the race back and I, 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 I genuinely, I don't know, she, she shouldn't have really absolutely thrashed the field. We'll move on. We'll briefly touch on the Jim Joe Memorial Trophy. Magic Saints, a horse I've held in very, very high regard for a long time. Finally got his head in front, beating Bondar and, and Chesterfield. What did you think of his performance, Lewis? Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Uh, again, he's kind of been, always been quite well fancied, always looked like the sort of horse who had a big one in him. Travelled really well in the Bet Victor last time before he emptied out. Back at two miles, uh, this is his this is sort of race he should have been winning. He did win it. Really, really stirring battle with Bundod and up the home straight. Uh, and look I can't can't knock it. This is a this is a good he won it off one four seven and he's probably a good low one fifties animal. Uh, we know a lot about where Bundoran is, good effort from him. And look <coughs> it, it was almost so much like the the the, the first three in this race aren't windy. The ones we know, especially well, Bundora and Chesterfield, you know, we, we know pretty much where they are, but we know they are very, very capable performers at this level. Yeah. You know, their marks pretty much sum them up and they'll only fluctuate, you know, two or three pounds here yeah. and there. Magic, Magic Saints might, Saint might have a little bit more scope for improvement in them. Yeah. Uh, at two miles, though again, can I see him competing against the likes of Soul Royal, Politolog, etc. I think he'd be up against... Well, it. I was going to pose this question for you. Do you think the Topham would be a race more up his street towards the end of the season? No. No? Jumps, no, it... jumps very, very well. I think he stays too mile for. I think he'd be interested in that sort of race. I could, I could, I could see it, but he'd just be the trip, mate. Yeah. Do you think he's a two-miler? Because I think he needed every ounce of that two-miler at the weekend. 
Um, and it, I think he wanted slightly further. He, he, he got to Bundar and, and it felt like he took a t an eternity to actually get past him. Um, so I, I think something like the top and later on in the season would be interesting for him. No, for, for me, I'd be keeping him to two mile trips last season. He stepped him back down, didn't he, last, last year for the Grand Annual. Uh, to me, to me that would be the target again. Yeah, um, early on in the card there was the John Franklin Novices chase. Danny Wisbang burst onto the scene, beating reverse tank. Um, fairly decisive. Oh, come on, Danny, Wies Danny Wiesbang, he could have used a better word than burst. Could have said exploded or something. Show your he burst in. journalistic prowess. <laughs> I thought that was quite good, to be brutally honest. But, um... <laughs> you can't say that. That, that, that grenade just burst. Yeah, but... It just sounded like a water bomb. <laughs> Danny Wisbang is a water bomb. Um, very good performance, I thought. This Lewis it really impressed, and he was he he wasn't not fancied in the market. He went off nine to two, and to say he's not had all that much running, I, I thought this was a very very good performance. Yeah, looks a good boat, doesn't it? Could he, be a future challenger to elegant escape. Oh. Uh, no, he does. He, he he looks all out gold cup type. Yeah, he does for the future. Looks like he'll stay, stay all day. You know, I'd, I'd almost be inclined to say four miler, but he might be actually be too good for a four miler horse. Yeah. You know. Although we saw OK Corral on it, and everyone thought the world of OK Corral last season. Ah, that would be because they're Santini, they would want it. You know, I'd, I, I think that was more of a Henderson plan. Yeah. Uh, but no, he's, he's done this very well as Danny Wiesbrand stayed on really well, asserted. Uh, Look, I say, like you said, looks like he'll be as as, as, as good as he can be. The further he goes, uh, and look, he's far from far under rules. Flawless. Yeah, yeah, very, very, very good performance in his point to point. He beat Ask Ben, and he pulled up behind another score. And they're two horses that we we all know fairly well, don't we? Are you using a pulled up performance in a point to point? Well, I'm just saying. Form? Well, Ask Ben won. He, he beat Ask Ben in his point to point, and he also. It doesn't, it doesn't matter what horses finish in front of them if they pulled up. You could run me. You could run me in the champion hurdle. Lewis, uh, could, please can we yeah. get petition to get Lewis Tomlinson to run in a champion hurdle, please? I might win it this season. To be fair, it's, it's, <laughs> it's that week that even you could win the champion hurdle. But you know what I mean? If, if, if I pull up after the first fight in the champion hurdle, you, you have Jim Watson going, oh, well, look at him, he's run behind Classic Dream and Saldia. It must be good form. <laughs> Not good form, reserve tank. The Mayor's Novice Hurdle was a very, very good renewal this year. There was three... Slight reserve tank. <laughs> reserve tank can't jump. Um, he's looked there like... we go, we've slated him. He's looked like a chaser. Uh, I said they're trying to make him into Lost in Translation 2.0, second mention of the podcast. Um, and he he disappointed. I, I don't think he, he's in love with chasing at this moment in time. Uh, I'd put him personally back over hurdles and see what happens then. Give him another season to mature a bit more. Um, he's only five. Give him another season. Bring him back over fences next season. See where he stands with him. What would you do with yeah. him? Uh, look, they, they, they've got a persistence. They've got a persistence of it. But would you would you be confident of backing reserve tank over any trip at this stage? No, no I wouldn't. Not at this moment. His jumping, looks, his jumping to me looks scratchy, and I know this might be slightly hypocritical because I actually like it about champ. But 
reserve reserve tackle champions are getting him beat. Yeah. Whereas champ is, champ at this stage is getting away with it and he's tanking through his races. Yeah. You know, even though he might not be getting too high, I don't think he's losing loads of ground. Reserve tankies. Yeah, I I completely agree with what you just said. Um, I, I, I was slightly disappointed with the turnout of this field. Um, it would have been interesting to see Champ in this race, and he would have absolutely smashed him. I think. Um, but I am I am I am I do think Danny Wisbang is a serious animal to come out of this. He's far from far under rules, and keep keep your eye out on him. Put him in your trackers because I think he'd he'll be competitive later on in the season. Yeah, that pulled up performance in a point-to-point. Excellent, excellent run. I, I could tell that day that it was he was going to be this superstar. <laughs> uh, we'll move on to the Mayor's Novice Hurdle. Three very nice horses in that. Floressa won, Jeremy's Flame was in second, and Silver Forever in third. Good performance from Floressa, yeah? Yeah, not loads, not loads to say about she She's a nice horse. She was waiting to reverse the form with Silver Forever. She did. Uh, you've got three live contenders there for the race at Cheltenham no one cares about. <laughs> Great analysis. Um, we'll move on now to Fairy House that happened on Sunday. Uh, we'll go, just briefly run through the three grade ones. Um, Envoy Allen won the Royal Bond. Very, very good performance. You're a massive fan of this horse, Lewis. I'll just let you fire away. Well, he's a real deal, isn't he? He is. Everything about him is just so straightforward. You know... He tries, he's just got talent, but he doesn't do it, you know, in in the sort of, it's, it's not a turn of foot with him, it's not like he's absolutely, you know, he's a tra- you know, he doesn't travel like a travelly thing, you know what I mean, it's just, it's just been really, really hard to get past, Yeah. you know, you you, you throw down the goal to him and he picks it up and he throws it back at your head. Do you think he's got Altior-like qualities where he just w- wants to win and knows to win? Uh, I think I think this lad will be better over further. Yeah. I said last season, uh, part of the reason why I was so taken with him was because he looked like a three-mile chaser running in two-mile bumpers and was still as good as he was. Yeah, so the Balmara uh, would be more for you for him in... Rather than the Supreme? I think he'd win either. Yeah? I think he'd win either. It, it's going to depend on what else Gordon has and what else the uh, and what the races are stacking up to look like at the stage. But I think he'd win either. Yeah, I'd agree with you. I think he's a really, really nice prospect and looking forward to seeing him go on to bigger and better things. What I will say now is all the champion hurdle got, please can we be quiet? Please can we be quiet? Because that is... After after two runs over novice over novice in novice hurdles, and well, I I think this lad's quality. But come on, yeah. <laughs> Abracadabra has run a cracking race. He he travelled nicely into the race. Um, I I, th- I think he's a very very nice horse. Um, he seems to have sorted his head out after uh, running out behind Envoy Allen in the Matson's bumper. Um, I think he's a nice horse. He's two out of two over hurdles. I've been really impressed with him. Um, so I think the, the top two in this are two very, very nice animals, aren't they? Yeah, definitely. Uh, looks like he could potentially be a supreme type of I don't think this 
this defeat here uh, nullifies any potential he's bumped into a real superstar and he himself looks to me like a horse who is a bit pacier yeah. than Viola. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Uh, that and I, 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 think, I think he'd be well suited by a Supreme. I think he would be as well. Um, uh, the two very nice horses, and um, I'm sure they'll bump into each other once again. But Envoy Allen all the way for me and Lewis, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Next up, we'll talk about the Dreammore Grade One Novice Chase, won by Fakir Dudari. But would he have won if Sam Crowe stayed on his feet? I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't. I thought I thought Sam Crowe was travelling best. <sighs> And I think he's probably a stronger stayer than Fakir Dudari. It's not something I'd put my life on. <laughs> but when Sam Crow went out, you know, at, at that stage, if you would have paused it just before that fence and said point to the winner, I'd have gone for Sam Crow. Yeah, yeah, you could understand. Um, I thought Fakir Dudari jumps like an absolute stag. It's beautiful to watch these these French young horses that have been bred and trained just to jump, jump, jump fences. Uh, it's great to watch. Um, Fakir Dudari. It'd be an interesting to see if Sam Carrad stayed on his feet because that £8 allowance will have kicked in at some stage. Um, Jack Kennedy seemed to fall off a fair bit over the weekend. That might just be my personal opinion. But um, Watson hates jockeys. I don't hate jockeys because I cannot ride myself, so I can't slag anything off. Uh, but a good performance by Fakir Dudari and Sam Crow. Are you happy that you've got your price on Sam Crow at Cheltenham, Lewis? Yeah, I do. Look, mate, I still think he's a likely JLT winner. Yeah. And again, like I said about the Arkle, Fakir Dudari's favourite for it now, isn't he? He is. Makes sense. Yeah. Makes sense. I think he's as, as competent as at two miles as he is over two and a half. Uh, being flawless so far. Not a race I have particularly a particularly strong view on, like I said earlier. But look, if you was to give me a you know a free twenty quid and say, well, maybe not even at the prices. Just if you said pick the Arkle winner and I'll give you twenty quid, I'd say for Kia Dudery. Yeah. I do think he's the right favourite and the likeliest winner at this stage. It's still you know early December though. And it was kind of the thing where I've not been as taken with something as Sam Crow and or Champ, where I'm, and I'm kind of not looking, not looking for something else to come out of the woodwork. But there could be. Yeah. You know, I'm I'm not as dead set in this opinion as I am with the other two. Yeah. Oh, understandable. Um, oh, I've got a splinter in my ass as big as Boober there did in me foot. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, speaking of champion hurdle talk, uh, the 2020 champion hurdle winner Honeysuckle won the grade uh, grade one Hatton's Grace hurdle, beating Bacardi's Apples Jade uh, Kilultavik. Very, very good feel for this race, and she's absolutely demolished them. What did you think of this, Lewis? Yeah, she's class, isn't she, mate? She is. She's class. Uh, in the windiest of windy years. I sincerely, sincerely hope we go for the champion hurdle level because I think she's as quick, you know, she's as good over two as yeah. she's over two and a half. Uh, this, this was not quite the making of her, but this, this was the suspicions confirmed 
Yeah. But this is that this could be arguably the best hurdler in the UK or Ireland. Although Benny Dejar could be that as well, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, you, you can see why they go for the mares. Yeah. You can see why they go for the mares. But, but we've got the value, call. haven't we, Lou? We've got the yeah, value. Yeah, like, they've got the value at 40. She's down to 8 to 1. And obviously, we all know, even if she doesn't run, you can pay your bills with value. <laughs> so that's all that matters. <laughs> Everyone that was listening six weeks ago, you've got that 40 to 1. You can hold on to that and keep that till the end of... You can put it on your bios on Twitter, put it on everything. You've got 40 to 1 honeysuckle to win the champion hurdle. Um, apples, jades, a horse... We'll when she wins a mess. <laughs> yeah. Um... Apples, Jade's a horse that's just really fallen out of love with the game, hasn't she? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know. I, don't, I can't put my finger on it with her. She's really, she was so good at the first start of that season. And she's been so consistent prior to that, that I... You know, and it's not like she's just gone from what she was doing last year to being a dog. You know, it, she's been all right, but she's been a stone below herself. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, mate. I, I'm baffled. I'm baffled. She, you won't, you won't, you won't touch her with a barge pole though at this stage, would you? No, not at all. Um, I don't know what to do with her. Um, just, I need to stop retiring horses, so I'm going to say just keep running her. And see, JLT, Jim! And see what, just run her in the JLT. We'll see what happens. Just run everything, everyone. <laughs> run her in the JLT. Run her in the champion hurdle. Run her in whatever you want, Gordon Elliott. You just do whatever you... Just keep running her. Just don't retire her, because that's what I need to do. Stop Send retiring. Send her to Yeah. Let's go cross-country. Apples, Jade versus Yanworth. How exciting will that be? That's what be. Could that be a new rule? If if you go a favourite for a champion hurdle, you then have to run in a cross country race. <laughs> and you don't you win; you have to go for the cross country. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely ridiculous ideas for no. me. No, my my thing, and again, I've been banging drum on Twitter a bit about honeysuckle going for the champion hurdle. I genuine, I genuinely think it is a harder task to beat Benny Didier, who is a better horse than anything in the champion hurdle lineup over Benny Dejeur's optimum trip off level weights the beating a generally inferior bunch getting seven pounds correct I echo there, everything that you say there is not a horse at this minute Soldier could be Soldier could be classical dream could be if he but he's, on but he's injured is he? yeah um, he's Soldier's out till uh, the new year in there yeah so who knows Bouvardaire's not in a good way um, no, exactly. So you've got. It's got to be. It's uh, to me. It's just Benny Dadier is the hardest rival honeysuckles likely to face so far this season. Yeah, yeah. And she's the only one. She's not going to be getting weight off. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So it's logical. Get Henry Henry de Bromed. If you if you're listening to this podcast, which is not very likely. Please run Honeysuckle in the champion hurdle. Please, please, please. Um, we'll just briefly touch on Bouvardaire's defeat at Newcastle, beaten by Cornerstone Lad. Great for Mickey Hammond to have a grade one winner. Um, class, absolute class ride by Henry Brook. Um, I shame Bouvardaire's 
severely well, would we say severely injured yeah he, there's a possibility he's out for the season um, what did you think of Boover Lou uh, it's an unsatisfactory result it's an unsatisfactory race uh, great ride from Henry but pull a ride from every other jockey in behind which is some you know you're a lot slatier of jockeys than I am but no are you slatier you know, jockeys it's not like you I'm, no, I'm, it's not like me. It's not like me. I'm, I'm normally very, very rose tinted. I don't like, you know, I, I don't like slagging jockeys off. But when when things like that happen, it's hard. It's hard not to, especially when Gerrity was on, you know, a horse who clearly should have been should have been the best of it. And the results made even more satisfactory with the fact that Boover Day was running, you know, for the last two furlongs, you know, with a you know, Massive. a large chunk of wood in his foot. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, 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 that makes it a lot harder to analyse as well because then you think, well, is it disappointing that he's being beat or are we being are we being harsh talking about a horse who finished the race clearly quite badly injured? Yeah. Uh, it's a weird race. It's a weird race. Uh, well done. Well done, Mickey Hammond and Henry, but like I say, great for them to get a grade one out of this but Jesus again it's a bad result for racing isn't it it, it is and thoughts and hopes with Boover there that he's all alright and everything will go again and we might even see him again this season hopefully um, so yeah is that now we've we've reviewed for a long time 50 minutes of a review so far yeah because you've uh, talked about every single race at Newbury yeah fair dues I have uh, we'll briefly run well not briefly but We'll run through the. <laughs> we'll just talk about the races that are important this weekend. Uh, the Tingle Creek, Defy Desai heads the market at six to four. Earned a saw four to one. Politologue nine to two. Saw Royal thirteen to two. Janica eights. Waiting patiently tens, and twenty to one bar. The rest. Defy Desai versus Earned a saw. This is Defy Desai's main challenge over two miles. Really, would you agree, Lewis? Proper race. Proper proper race. Proper race this even Janica you can give a mention to winning the Holden Gold Cup last time. This this this, this is a a proper proper Grade One. Uh, well, definitely decides a likely winner, isn't it? Yeah. I'd say. Uh, I, I, even, I, even I still think there's a fair decent enough value in six to four there. Um, he's beat he's beat Paletlo last time. Very satisfactory return in a in a well, nice getting race. Well, getting weight bearing, man. <laughs> yeah, that is. He's been the each way fancy for most people. He was bigger. He was about five to one, six to one early on in the week. Well, it's only Tuesday, but um, <laughs> he was priced up slightly bigger. So he's been the each way fancy for this race. Um, yeah, I think it's a it's a very very good renewal. Underso, um, we'll all cheer Underso on, even if he doesn't win. He's just an absolute warrior, isn't he? At the age of eleven, he'll be going twelve into Cheltenham, and he's. He's just great for the sport, isn't he? Oh, he's a legend. He's a legend. Look, this is everything about this race normally plays to his strengths if the ground turns up. Yeah. Boggy, which it often does in this. Uh, oh, beat, beat him in at Punchestown last, you know, last year. He's as good as any of this lot of ram in the past year. That's yeah. including Dexter. So that's probably the standout piece of form. Uh Politologue and Soul Royal are both very, very capable performers at this level. 
I felt like Solway I was the second best yeah. uh, two mile chaser in Britain last season. Do you think they'll go here with, do you think Manir and Swede will run both of them or do you think he'll stay with just Sol Ryle? Uh both of them. Yeah. They're not you've, got run, them against. you've got to run Janica somewhere as well and this race looks perfectly ideal for him. So yeah. they've, they've got two horses who are suited by it. I don't see why you wouldn't run them both. Yeah. For the sake of you know, it's two darts, isn't it, rather than just the one. Uh, Janicki would have a chance but would probably need to step up a couple of pounds. He's merits his place in this lineup though now. Uh, look, you've got you, you've got four horses we know are about five pounds with each between each other with different variables. Yeah, yeah. Defi de Soy <coughs> could be slightly better than that. Defi de Soy might just be might just be able to stretch that to seven or well, eight official pounds. official ratings, he's got to find eight pounds with Ernest It, it doesn't matter in grade ones, though, does it? No. It doesn't matter. Hold on my weight at, what, eight pounds above lost in translation going into yeah. the Yeah, well, yeah, he was. Um, it doesn't particularly matter at this level. Uh, you can see any of them winning it. and I'm, I'm, but You can see any of them win it, but I will be surprised enough if Deffy Desai doesn't. Yeah. So our selections for this race, Deffy Desai, yeah? It is. We're both in agreement. Doesn't happen very often. Um, touch on the uh, novices chase grade one, a fairly weak grade one novice chase. Um, Torpedo heads the field at five to two. Uh, Somerville boy hundred to thirty. New Bay Negra falls. Grand Santi fives and six to one barring. What is a weak enough grade one? Any strong fancies in this, Lewis? No, no, it's not. Like, like you said, look, these early season. Novice grade ones are sometimes, well, more often than not. Dynamite dollars won this race. <laughs> yeah, not as quick. So that's why we got a real treat in Ireland at the weekend, didn't we? Yeah. So everything down to Ronald Pump and Burrow Satan was justified in the field. Yeah. Uh, I'd be some of your boy. Yeah, I think I, I'm with you. The Tom George stable were going really well. Um, he was good enough on his uh, seasonal reappearance after a wind operation. He beat first floor by four lengths. Um, yeah, I think. He'd be my selection in this at this moment in time. Yeah, look, you can see why Top Hill's favourite again. Four years old, will get weight. Loves it slow. Uh, you'd, you'd hope, as a supreme winner, though, that Somerville boy would Should, probably just be too good for him at this stage. Yeah, yeah. You, you'd hope, wouldn't you? Uh, that would be, be a better result in terms of making the article interesting going forward. Would you agree with that in that Somerville boy wins this race, he's a likelier article candidate than if Torpio wins it? Yeah, yeah, I agree. It's better for the article if Somerville boy was to win this race. Well, Nubin has been very good both times this season. Yeah. So, uh, lad on Twitter called Mark Anthony Smith, who I said I'd give a shout-out to, really likes his horse. Uh, look, he's earned his place in this lineup would have a stone a soul to find with some of those by over hurdles but he's, he's, he's done nothing wrong in his first two starts all offences yeah yeah I'd agree with everything you just said um, we'll go over to Liverpool now and look at the racing at Aintree uh, the Randox Health Beach Chase uh, Grand National Trial very very interesting race this year uh, 
Mulcahy's Hill heads the field at 8 to 1. Vintage Clouds at 9s. One for Arthur at 10s. Verley on Rouge as well at 10s. Uh, with uh, Walking the Mill. Bally Optic at 12s. Alpha de Zorbo 14s. There's a handful of other horses in behind 14s, 16s. Lewis, just having a quick brief look at this field, is there anything that you stands out for you? Uh, yeah, I think Mulcahy's Hill's the right favourite based off last time. Should still be. Looks uh, uh, in a decent place in the weights at the minute, with potential to improve. Uh, my pick would be Ballydine. Yes, yeah, I've seen a few people tip him up this week. Have you? Yeah. Let me one. Uh, place in the Mandarin chase and the Peter Marshall season. Looks like a horse who will stay and jump pretty well. Don't think he's off a poor mark. He was entered in a national last season, I think. He didn't, didn't get in. But uh, it's a sort of horse who can go well in the beach. Or, you know, a slightly more... Yeah. Exposed type, you know, sexy profiles. How often has a sexy profile won the beach in the last couple of years? They don't. Walking, walking the mill was bang exposed last year. You know, we've had Highland Lodge in it. Hello, Bud was seventy-three. You know, it's a sort of, it's a sort of race where you have your your Mulcahy Hillers, you know, who is the improving younger type at the top of the market. Uh, sometimes it just pays. To have a bit more of a streetwise uh, performer who who we know we know enough about, but we know we know they're capable at this level, and I don't think Ballydine is a uh, is poorly off at the weights. Yeah, I, I agree. There's been plenty of money for him. There was 33s earlier in the, in the last week. Uh, I, I saw a couple of people tipping up. Um, I like Asdemey in this. Uh, he goes well around these fences. Uh, he, he, he came back seasonal reappearance at Cheltenham uh, in a handicap listed hurdle um, he's unseated over these fences before uh, last season in this race but he finished second he won the second he was second he won the Sefton sorry and he's finished second over these fences I think he'll run a nice enough race he had a nice pipe opener uh, over hurdles I think that's a good performance and abolitionist is a horse that Seems to be wrapped up in cotton wool. Uh, used to be with uh, Elmerie Holden. Elmery Holden. He, he bounced back in uh, injury last season in the in a Potemps race. Um, I think staying chases will be his things. He's had a reappearance in a veterans chase at Sandown, and I'm interested in seeing him jump a national fence. Yeah, yeah, that's a fair shout. He's kind of been. I know they bought, you know, the Newland team bought him for the national, and he's been injured the past two years. Uh, and has, has missed it. There's a lot of familiar names in here, isn't there? Look, we know yeah. Walking the Mills won this last year, Vierley on Rouge. Uh, it's got to be his eighth goal over the Grand National Fences. <laughs> what a bully. And he was in, you know, he's already won once this season. Yeah. Vintage, vintage Clouds. Look, he's a horse who I've never taken to, but, and he wasn't great at Kelso last time, but barring that, you know, he's entirely capable of winning something like this. And one for Arthur, look, he's he's been running well. Yeah. He's been running well. He was very eye-catching last time at Kelso. Yeah, and he was in the Grand National as well. I, I just say, even when he was fifth in this race the year before he won the Grand National, uh, the year before he won the Grand National, is this sharp enough? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Three mile two. Yeah, he loves it round there. Three mile two, maybe 
maybe he wants further. He definitely wants further. Um, yeah, it'll be nice to it'll be a nice race to watch. I think it'll be very enjoyable. There's a lot of old names, and great to see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we'll move on now to the mild May. Well, not oh, what I was going to say, mild May. The many clouds chase Grade Two, which sees a Cheltenham Gold Cup rematch uh, from 2018. Uh, Mike Bite versus Native River. Um, Native River 13 to eight. Mike Bite five to one. Black Carton 11 to two. Definitely Red Sevens with top notch. Aso eights and Kildesat and the rank outsider of the field, Outlander at 50s. Lewis, do you think Native River should win this? Yes, I do. He should do, shouldn't he? I, I, I do, but even based off what he was doing last season, uh, second at Haydock behind Bristol Demire, third in the King George, fourth in the Gold Cup, that's a standout for me, even discounting him as a Gold Cup winner from two years ago. Yeah. Uh, sort of, you know, this sort of racing track suits. Uh it's a tidy field. It's a good grade two, this. It is. It's a strong one. Black, you know, Black Horton's been so consistent over the last last season. You know, got got his grade two uh, at Sandown back end of last year. And and definitely has taken this, what, last, the last two years, is it? Yeah, I think he has. Yeah, yeah he has. And although you'd have probably liked to see a little bit more from him in the Charlie Hall. Yeah, on, on, on last season's form, Native River should win. I think he's a decent bet at 13 to it, and I'm thinking about perming him up with Defi Desai. I think that would be a decent bet. Yeah, I, 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 I wouldn't disagree with that, mate. I wouldn't disagree. Uh, the, the field's deep. The field is deep. Every single one of them, even Outlander, really, who, who I know kind of went off the rails a little bit. He was still... But, you know, he was still third in a grade one last season. And he ran well in the Grand National. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, You know, merits merits their place at this level. Uh, It is probably only a grade two, though. You're looking at this and thinking, could we be seeing a potential Gold Cup winner in this this season? Probably not, no. Good opportunity, though, for for, for... uh, like, like we've almost said with the Tingle Creek, for a lot of horses who don't look to have loads between them on paper, just to sort themselves out into a little bit more of an order. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, perfectly put. Um, we'll briefly touch on the Grand Sefton Handicap Chase. Flying Angel heads the field. Gold present at sixes. Ultra Gold at 13-2. Touch Kick at sevens. And then there's a handful at eights, tens and fourteens down below. Any strong fancies, Lewis? Nothing Strong, uh, if I was to have an initial selection at this stage, I would probably be going with Touch Kick. I, I was just about to say exactly the same. I'd be with him. Yeah, put him up Put him up last time when he won a round fake. And a, uh, look, I thought he travelled well as well in the, in the Kim Muir. He did, he did. came off the back of that and went and just looked like a horse who... He didn't quite stay. Even though he won over three last time, uh, I'd say he's a bit more of a horse in the, like I call it, the gold conquer mould. <laughs> but even though he operates over three, he doesn't want loads further. Uh, should jump, should jump round this pretty well. What's he off, Jim? Pardon? 
What's his mark now? Oh, I've just gone off the page. It won't be a second. It should probably be what? High 130s? Uh, he's off a rating of 139. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that looks like they could still be juicing it. Uh, ream, slightly reinvigorated. I'd hope up faking them, and this looks a winnable, a winnable race. And it's a Hemmings horse over the Grand National Princess, which doesn't mean anything. But <laughs> he's just obvious like interest, it. isn't he? Yeah, we like to see it. Yeah, another horse we've agreed on. We've agreed far too much on this podcast. Well, uh, shall, we put up, shall we put up an alternative then as well? Go on. If we can't have, if we can't have touch kick falls at the first, then who do we cheer on? Um. You you got to cheer on Ultra Gold, don't you? Really? Have you? Yeah. No, that makes that makes sense. That makes sense. Gone old age of eleven. He's one round here. He he knows his stuff. Um, top and winner. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. I just thought both present the gold. Pardon? I, I I find it interesting that gold presence in this as well. Yeah. So do I. So Henderson, two three years ago, was talking about him as a Grand National horse. Yeah. Never, never convinced me as a stayer. No, he, he never did me either. But look, he was second to, to Black Horton in a, in a grade two last time out. It wasn't the strongest grade two, but he had Sam Benedetto behind him, who's, who's he ran all right last week. You know, Cobra and I did, did well in the summer. Uh, he'll, he'll probably be top weight in this. Yeah. Yeah, but probably will. Back down over two and a half miles. I wouldn't put it past him. It'd be, it'd be a good way of carrying performance, but I think he's capable. Because again, when, I, when I'm looking, you know, down the field, he's not. There's not an awful lot, is there? Many interesting types, no. 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 Um, <coughs> the, the race, the Huntingdon's main race of the meet, uh, race meeting of the season is the Peterborough Chase. No official declarations really yet, but just a brief skim over the runners. Waiting patiently, top notch, so royal. Might bite La Bagawa, Janica, Hell's Kitchen, Charbel's in there, Black Carton and A. So interesting Gordon Elliott sent over Alpha Desobo as well. Um that's just a very nice racing prospect. Um a few of them will go for the Tingle Creek, a few of them will go for the many clouds. I am looking forward to watching that race to be honest. And last of all, we'll just talk about the John Durkham, which is on Sunday at Punchestown. Min heads the field at even money. Duvan is three to one. Album photo at seven to two with Chacon Porsois. Uh Delta Work eleven to two, Footpad sixes, Real Steel thirteen to two, and presenting Percy's at a massive price of seven to one, in my opinion. Um it's fifteen to two by the field. It's a very, very, very deep lineup. There's everything in this race. Um Lewis, what do you think wins and which one of Willie Mullins's will run? Uh yeah, like you said, it's, it's going to be a hard one to have a mega strong opinion until the field narrows down slightly. Uh, there's pretty much every good horse in Ireland is entered in this. There's uh, 11 Willie Mullins horses entered. <laughs> and none of them are daft. It's not like, no. you know, Gordon Elliott does sometimes and he'll just stick Monbeg Notorious in there for a laugh. Uh, no, uh, Min's the right favourite. Yeah. Min's the right favourite. This is... This is his trip. Uh, well, pe- people people argue about whether this is his trip, don't they? But I, I think he'd look, his best performance of his career was in the Melly Chase last season, which was over two and a half miles. Uh, seasonal reappearance. He's going to have to be on form, but 
Look, it's a proper grade one. It's a proper grade one. It's like I said, it's hard enough to talk about uh, this far in advance. I, I agree that I know this is the intended. Well, it was the intended reappearance target for presenting Percy, who really I'd like to see get off to at least a good start in this. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree. He's a horse I've, like- I've slagged for a couple of years now, but I, I feel like. He's dangerous in a race like this if if he turns up. And I want him to be thrown in the deep end instead of nurturing and cuddling him through the season. I want to see him running in these big races. I think 7-1 to one's at a great each-way value at this moment in time. It would just be the trip, wouldn't it, with it slightly on the short side? Yeah, you'd say that. But I've always I've always had him down as being fairly speedy. He's one over two mile four. Um, before. He's also won over, over the Irish national trip. Yeah, and he's, he's been beaten a length in the Red Mills before. So I don't think two mile four really wor- worries me, to be brutally honest. Um, I, I think it's a very, very nice race. It'll be interesting to see where everyone goes. Um, but Willie Mullins holds the key and presenting Percy's the value at this moment in time, yeah? Yeah, I mean, I mean to be fair, Jim, even though, even though there's a lot of them entered, you could probably whittle down and say... Most of them you'd be surprised if they ran. Alvin Porter's going to Tremont. Yeah. Uh, Shaq on Porter's going to run. Falcon, Falcon, the floor, you can completely discount. Della works and maybe. Duvan. Footpads, King George. Yeah, will they turn Duvan back out this quickly? No, I don't think they will. Judas and Eva will probably run in this. See, he's out of the betting for me at the bottom now. Is it? Well, he probably won't then. (laughs) Mona Lee. Yeah, that's. Who's it? Out of form. Endersol won't run. He's got. He'll go for the Tingle Creek. Real Steel. Real <coughs> Steel could be interesting. Yeah. Would he probably need? Look, he probably need to improve to be competing with a uh, with Min and presenting per se. Yeah. But he was he was really good uh, at Punchestown last season. Only really slightly flopped at Cheltenham, to be fair, and made a mockery of Secret Investor at, da- uh, at Down Royal on his seasonal reappearance. Merits a crack at another grade one, but again, maybe four or five pounds worth of improvement to find. But he's going the right way. Yeah, yeah, completely agree. Do you think we've talked about we've talked about nine and everything this week? Um, yeah, it's been it's been a busy one. Jam packed, jam packed episode. You've got to go off to work, so we'll just quickly wrap up. Thanks very much for listening. Uh, don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify. Leave leave likes, leave comments. Follow us both on Twitter. I'm James underscore Watson 98. Lewis, you are? LT Racing underscore. And don't forget to follow Turf Talk on Twitter. We're active. DM us whenever you are. If you've got any questions, fire away. Um, I'm writing as well. Jim, I'll let you know as well. I'm writing the Turf Talk Christmas quiz. The Christmas quiz is in progress, right. I've been, the questions are being compiled just like everything else we do. It's a shameless rip-off of the final furlong. <laughs> uh, and we didn't get around to actually doing the Christmas quiz until March last year, did we? <laughs> we, had, we, had to re, we had to rejig it as a, uh, a pre-Cheltenham quiz. Pre-Cheltenham uh, quiz. But hopefully it will be a Christmas quiz this season. Uh, there's lots, I say I've, I've put in a fair bit of effort into hopefully making it half decent. And there is a West approach round as well, so you'll have to see what that entails. Very, very interesting. Um, and we'll see you again next week. See you later. See you soon, bye.